When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Heal the Hurt podcast. Are you just fed up and frustrated because you can't get the law of attraction to work, the power of now to work, meditation to work, and you just can't get present in your life? Well, there's a reason for that. When we can't get those incredibly profound processes to work that are, that are legitimate and they will work, it's because we are out of reality. And so today I'm going to talk about what does that mean? Because most people are like, I'm, I don't know what that entails. Well, when we are out of reality, we cannot put those wonderful processes together and make them work for us. And so I'm going to lay out what reality is and um, give you examples so you can check to see where in your life you might be out of reality and then talk about what you can do to get yourself into reality so that you can make all those wonderful processes work in your life. So the first thing to talk about is what does our reality consist of? It consists of four things. The first is our body, which is basically knowing how our body looks and feels and pro it's like proprioception, how it moves. You know, we can feel our body move through the day and, and in our life. The second is our thinking, which is knowing how we give meaning to not only incoming information, but our own thoughts and processes. The third is our feeling reality. This is knowing what our emotions are and what we're feeling at any given moment. And finally, our behavior reality, which is knowing what we're doing, why we're doing it, or why we're not doing something. So now I'm gonna break down each one. There are two levels of reality that we all experience and so I'm going to break down in each one of these four categories, level one and level two. All right. In level one of our reality, we know what our reality is, but in general, we don't share it. Um, we do usually don't share it for a fear of being accepted. We, we, we're hesitant because we don't quite have the self-esteem. Our, our reality might be influenced by others, but we're aware of what we think, feel, um, what our body is doing, and what our behaviors are like. At level two, this is where most people are, and this is gonna be very insightful for a lot of you. When we're at level two, we don't know who we are and what we believe. Now, I know many of you are gonna be like, what, no, I know who I am and what I believe. Wait, when we get a little bit deeper, you're going to see most of us don't have an answer, a true answer to that question. We are out of reality as to who we really are and what we really believe. And that's what's keeping everybody from being able to use the law of attraction and so many other things. Now, sadly, not knowing who we are and what we believe is the most common and it's also the most dysfunctional. And this gets shown most often in the phrase, I don't know. You ever do that? You, someone asks you how you're feeling, what you're thinking, why you did something, you're like, I don't know. That's because we're at level two. We're out of touch with reality. We don't even know why we think, believe, or do many of the things in our life. 
That is a dissociation from reality. We're not present in our lives. That's why we can't use law of attraction. We can't stay in the power of now. We can't meditate because we are basically floating through our life. All right? So when we're in this place, we basically make up what our thoughts, feelings, and actions are um, to fit a situation. But we're not even in reality that we're making it up. For most people, like this was me. Um, and a lot of things I talk about in my book that I, I would say, oh, this is what I like or do. But once I got back into reality, I noticed, I didn't notice it. What, here's what I noticed, that I didn't notice in the moment that th I was making all of that up, that it wasn't true. I was that disconnected. And this is true for most people. They're disconnected. And once you do the recovery work, you'll see it. And you'll be like, oh my God, he's dead right. But you won't. Again, if you're level two, much of this stuff, you're going to be in massive deception and denial and go, no, 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 that's not me. And that's part of being at level two. Okay? So let's start with the four categories um, with the body. Um, when we're at level one, we know basically, like when we wear an outfit, we know that we basically look attractive in it. We're attractive to ourselves. Um, we know that we'll most likely be complimented. Um, but when we're complimented, we probably would deny that we look nice. Um, we might ignore it. We might change the subject. We might minimize the compliment or we might even argue with them or dismiss the compliment altogether. So we're aware of what our body looks like and how it's moving and, and all of that, but we're disconnected from reality that it's actually okay. That's a lack of self-esteem and but, but we're still connected to ourselves. Now, at level two, that's much different. At level two, we may not have any real concept of what we look like. When we look in a mirror, this happens to a lot of people, they won't even see their face. Um, they can't see their body clearly. They may, even when they look in the mirror, they may see the face of a caregiver or an abuser from their past. Or they may see, you know, like I remember my ex-wife used to always be in the mirror picking at things on her face. She thought she had all of these blemishes, but they weren't there. That's at level two. Um, they also contend this is would be anorexia and bulimia types behavior where they don't have a correct view. They think they're thin when they're 20, 40, 60 pounds overweight. It's like, no, I'm in great shape. Well, 85% of our country is obese. So 85% of people are out of reality that, you know, well, I don't know. There are probably many out of that 85% that recognize they're obese, but many just go, no, this is healthy. I'm, I'm, you know, that's what they'll say. I'm, I'm at a healthy weight. That's out of touch with reality. They are clinically overweight, but they can't accept it. And conversely, the anorexic who, you know, feels like when they look in the mirror, they see 300 pounds and yet they're 95 pounds. Okay. That's level two, that level of dysfunction. Now I want to make this clear. If any, if you find yourself at level two in any of these, please seek professional help. This is a severe break from reality. It means there's been some severe trauma in your life. You can't get through this on your own. You need a professional who's an expert in helping somebody reclaim themselves from that dissociation and that trauma to get back into their body thoughts and feelings and behavior 
And so if you recognize level two, um, I, whether it's an expert like myself or somebody else, make sure they are an expert in trauma recovery and dissociation and being able to get back into reality. All right, now, <laughs> the biggest way we're out of reality is in our thoughts. And this is the toughest one for people to admit. Um, but this is where we prove that, you know, science has been right for a long time. It said that 95% of our daily life, we're not present. We are actually reliving the trauma from our childhood. And, you know, there's a simple proof of that. When I ask people, if you, any feeling throughout the day, ask yourself, where in my body do I feel it? And what's my first memory of it? And trace it back. There will be a memory five years ago, 10 years ago. Eventually, you'll land on the first time you experienced that feeling was somewhere in childhood. Well, there's the proof. You're 37 years old, 57, 87 years old, and you're still reliving that traumatic feeling. You are not present in the moment. You are stuck in the trauma of your past. And, and, but we think, no, I'm an adult. I've moved past it. No, it's not bugging me. That's out of reality. All right? So... Our thinking reality is determined by how we process all the incoming information, how we process our thoughts through our five senses, okay? At level one, we know exactly what we think, but we don't share it. Um, we rarely will initiate, in many cases, we'll rarely, rarely initiate sharing our thoughts, we'll be closed off, um, but we're, we're aware of what's going on. Very few people have that ability because that requires maturity and moderation. But as I say, we're all codependent. And so this is where most often, this is the cause of the discord in the world. And I'm going to give you some examples of how we're all out of reality when it comes to our thoughts. At level two, we're not aware of what we think. Therefore, we will go blank. We get confused. We say, I don't know. Quite often, we also make up or create an answer based on what we think somebody might want to hear. Now, the greatest example of being out of reality is politics, both sides. I'm an equal opportunity reality confronter. Um, both, whichever side of the political aisle you're on, you're gonna be brought into reality today. Let's take the Democrats, all right? They will say Republicans are mean, selfish, racist, unkind people. Well. What are they doing right now? If you don't think and believe the way they are, they're banning you from college campuses, can't speak, they wanna control your speech, they, that's racism. They're talking about themselves. They're out of touch with reality that their political correctness and their attempt to be nice is actually the exact opposite. They are doing everything they're accusing Republicans of. Not to say that there aren't Republicans that are that way, but they are the primary perpetrators of the abuse and of the racism, not the Republicans. Now, conversely, what do Republicans say about Democrats? Oh, they're a bunch of whiny, mamby-pamby snowflakes. They're just so emotional. <laughs> well, did you see my expressions when I did that? I did that on purpose. Who looked whiny, mamby-pamby and completely out of control with their emotions? Me. Well, that's the Republican when they talk. They're talking about themselves. They're in complete, absolutely have no reality that they're the one who's being whiny, mamby, pamby as they're pointing the finger. Now, is it true? Are some Democrats that way? Of course there are. But they're talking about themselves. Now, let's get specific. Donald Trump, could he ever admit, like, you could hold this up. 
and say, what is that? And he'd go, Butterfinger. It's like, no, do you see? It says Scotch tape. Nope, nope, Butterfinger. Completely out of touch with the reality. He, if he had his mindset on what something was, he just couldn't change his reality. He's completely detached. Now, in his defense, he was severely abused as a child. His dad completely ridiculed him, said he'd be nothing, always compared him to his older brother. I mean, it was horrific abuse. And so that's why Trump can never admit the truth. Because if he's ever wrong, he, what people don't realize is the only reason Trump does all of this is he's projected his father onto the world. He has to prove to the world that he's great because he's trying to prove his father. That's how out of touch he is. It's not that he wants to do any of this. He's still trying to get his father's approval. And he doesn't know that. Now, let's take the other side, Bernie Sanders. What does Bernie say? Oh, my God, we have to raise the minimum wage to 15%. And, oh, my God, we have to, you know, all these uh, taxes. You know, we have to tax more. Well, what did Bernie do during the campaign? His, um, all of his workers revolted because they said he was, wasn't paying them enough. He was paying him like 12 bucks an hour. He wouldn't pay him $15 an hour, which is what he's advocating as a minimum wage. So they revolted and he said, okay, I'll raise your minimum wage, but I'm going to cut your hours, which is what everyone says. If you raise the minimum wage, employers are going to cut the hours. So here he is going against, he's you know saying, we need to do this. And yet the second he does it, he acts like just whatever, you know, all of his detractors have been saying. What about his book deal? He made millions. They said, are you going to you know, give some of that money away and pay in taxes. Oh no, I deserve it. <laughs> so it's just a crap. Like seriously, I just laugh at both sides when I, you know, all these, this social unrest, everything out of both sides mouth, they don't realize they're massively out of re reality and they're talking to themselves. They're all, both sides are at level two, not aware of what they think and feel, not aware of who they are as a person. They think, you know, this is what they believe. I believe in anti-racism. I believe in controlling your emotions. Yet they're doing the exact opposite. They don't know who they are. They don't. Yet they think they do. And that's, now let's get serious. That's heartbreaking. That's absolutely heartbreaking. Both sides are doing this. And so if you want to argue with me, whichever side you're on politically, you realize that your argument proves the point. You can't accept reality. You're at level two, that this is what you do. Again, both sides, while they're pointing the finger at somebody else, there may be truth in it. But in their solution to the problem, they are being the problem. They're creating it, and they won't take ownership of that. That is level two. And that's what's killing the world, is everybody is out of reality of who they really are. They are stuck in their childhood wounds. They think they're adults. They think they're against this and for this when in fact they aren't and they don't see it. That's, you want to fix the social problems in the world. This is what we need to address. It's a waste of time to legislate guns or any of the other things. It's just a diversion. We have to do codependence recovery and get into reality of, oh, I'm the problem, not them. It's my reality that's skewed. I'm the one who needs help. We do that, then all of, the, all of this ends, okay? So whichever side of you you're on politically, I commend you, I support you, um, but my encouragement to you is every time you point the finger at them, look back at yourself and go, oh my God, the words out of my mouth, 
I'm doing what I'm saying I don't want them to do. That's what will get you back into reality. And that's how each of us as individuals can change this dynamic. Quit spewing and pointing the finger at them. Because while we do that, we are creating the disconnection from reality. We are creating all the discord. We, as the, each of us as an individual, we are all creating this discord. It's not the other person. Yet we're trying to, we're so out of touch with reality, we're trying to change them. When the people we need to change is ourselves. Okay? <laughs> now let's talk about um, feelings, feeling reality. Well, a feeling reality, as I said, is a body felt experience. It's not a thought experience. And at level one, I'm fully aware of what I'm feeling. But in general, I won't share those feelings with you, probably because of lack of self-esteem, um, trauma issues from the past, fear that comes up. So we might lie and express a different feeling from what we're actually feeling. We might withhold what we're really feeling by saying, oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not feeling anything. Um, for some, they're completely overrun by their feelings and they can't stop from spewing them everywhere. All right. Others in the same category might share too much information um, for the situation. They just, they're, they're just puking all of it. They're, they're, they are aware that they have lots of feelings, but they have no containment, no moderation, no maturity in it. But again, they're at level one because they're aware. All right. Level two is different. At level two, they rarely experience feeling. And this study showed this is 70% of the population. Yeah. At level two, this is most apparent when somebody says, I'm good. I'm fine. Or I'm numb. I'm blank. I'm empty. Or I don't feel anything at all. This I run in with clients when I begin working with them and teaching them emotional mastery. Because Look, if there's any problem in your life, it's not a thought that you have to change. It's a feeling. Look at what I just talked about with politics, both sides. It's a feelings that are the problem. And so the solution is, what are you feeling? Where in your body do you feel it? What are your first memories? Well, when I ask, what are you feeling? They don't know. And I hand them the feeling sheet. They can't identify. They can say, well... Those words seem right, but I don't feel it in my body. What that means, if you can't feel feelings in your body, is the trauma was so severe in your childhood that you dissociated and left your body. Now, here's one way to find out how severe it was. If you think back on those traumatic moments, you would, for level two, you would not remember these moments as though you're watching them out of your eyes. At level one, you would, but at level two, you can't because you left your body. And so your memories are either from the side watching the event happen or up above. Now, the more severe it is, is up above. If you go side, if, if your trauma event happened and you went sideways, that's the least amount of dissociation. All right. That's an easier integration process. If you went up above, that's a long, longer term to reintegrate you and get you back in your body. Okay? That's, as I said, 70% of the population 
is out of reality with their body. They don't know what they feel. That's how disconnected we are. Well, this is why law of attraction, power of now, all of these things don't work. How could we attract something when we're not present in our own body, in our own thoughts, in our own feelings? It's just not possible. And that's my sadness when I watch. I love watching Abraham Hicks and Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart's just hysterical. He's such, he's so sweet too. I just love him. I love both of them. But when I listen to, you know, their videos and people are asking questions, sadly, they don't have that solution for them. And so they're telling them how to use the process, but the process only works once you've conquered getting out of, you know, level two. You have to get present. That's why they're. Pro that's why these people are so frustrated, and they keep asking over and over. They can't connect to the information because they're not in reality, and so it doesn't make sense. Their trauma is blocking them from putting. I mean, they're everything they're saying is brilliant. The wisdom, it's all dead on. There's nothing wrong in any of their information, but what they're failing to teach these people is that the reason you can't grab onto this is this trauma, the codependence the out of touch with reality. And that's what it breaks my heart that they don't have that. Well, I don't know. Maybe they don't need to have that skill set, but it breaks my heart for the people that they're left frustrated because without that information, they can't exercise. And they tend to walk away feeling shamed going, why don't I get this? It's so easy for him or her. And so I, for my own selfish reasons, I would prefer if they had that skill set to teach them that aspect too, and then their processes would just take off. Okay? Um, now let's get to our behavior. Our behavior reality consists of knowing what we have done or haven't done. Um, at level one, I know what I've done, but I may not tell you, but I know that I'm not telling you, or I'll be vague when I tell the story, or I'll create a confusing story. Um, or I'll even lie and say that I don't know. But see, I'm aware that I'm doing all of those things. Do you, do you see the distinction? At level one, we're aware of our avoidance, basically. Okay? We know that we're doing it. Well, most people aren't aware. They're at level two, but they think, no, 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 I'm telling you the truth. But they don't. So at level two, they will have no recollection or awareness of what they've done. Now, it's very natural for all of us to forget things. Um, but if you're experiencing repeated examples of having no recollection and people, the people close to you in your life have said, keep saying to you, wait a minute, what's going on? You, why do you always forget things? Or why is it always distorted? Um, you're most likely at level two. Um, and as I said, if, if you're experiencing level two often, this, this is a severe sign of codependence, a severe sign of potential trauma, severe trauma, a severe, severe sign of dissociation. This is what creates for those that are way out there. This is what creates multiple personalities. All right. That dissociation when they leave and then they create constructs to protect the soul. All right. So. Um, those with, it's called, now they call it, uh, DID, dissociative identity disorder. Um, they have a severe loss of reality, all four areas. And that's why they'll have no memory that they live a second life. You know, there's some, you know, wonderful stories of this, you know, I think he was a really high, powerful lawyer 
but this was back in the 70s or 80s, on, on the weekends he'd switch. And he was, uh, he had this afro, this big boom box. He was like a disco guy who'd, you know, roller skate through Central Park. Had a completely different persona and never knew it. Didn't know. That's the severe side of dissociation and being at level two. So I, to wrap this up, if you've, you know, are finding yourself having a hard time digesting this and really wanting, like if you're in, you know, like, no, no, no. Like if there's an agitation to what I talked about, especially politically, you're probably at level two. That's your defense mechanism. Um, that's how out of touch of reality. If you can't see, because what I did is I, I um, politely and accurately described both sides equally. I didn't lift one above the other. It was an honest assessment of how both do it. That's reality. And so whichever side of the political aisle you're on, if you can't see the other reality, or if you still think it's wrong, that means you're out of touch with who you are. That's a defense mechanism from trauma, and you're trying to make them the problem, okay? So the way to recover from being out of touch re with our reality, whether it's physically, whether it's emotionally, whether it's our thoughts or our behaviors, is especially if you're at level two, um, you have to seek professional help. That's just the only way because you're not in reality of what you're thinking, feeling, and doing. And so you can't counsel yourself through it because you're distorted. You have a skewed reality of how you're operating in the world. And that's these people, you know, at the extremes politically, they're completely skewed at how they're operating in the world. They don't see themselves. Um, <laughs> and that can't be conquered on our own. Now, at level one, yes, you can do a lot of this work on your own. This requires um, trauma recovery. This requires codependence recovery. It requires self-esteem recovery, learning about boundaries, learning how to say no. Um, also fear, because there's a lot of what you're really talking about here, especially when it comes to the thinking reality is, as a child, you were not allowed to have your own morals and values, needs and wants, negotiables and non-negotiables. That's why you don't know. So for those people who go, I don't know a lot, what that tells me is in childhood, you were not allowed to set your own morals and values. You are not allowed to think for yourself. And so here you are an adult and, and you don't really know what you want. You know, people don't know their careers. Like most people just go, I don't know. I mean, that think in your life, how often you go, I don't know. Well, that's, that's a level of dissociation and an inability to express ourselves. We don't know authentically what it is we want. Well, we should know that. But if you're at level one, you're aware of it. Well, a lot of that, you know, I have a whole university process to teach you how to navigate all of recovery in all of those areas. And you can do that work on your own because you're at level one. You recognize it. You see it. So those are the options for you um, if you find yourself. Now, if you're dealing with people at level two, you're going to need some pretty heavy boundaries. Like if you notice... Um, like on my narcissism posts, I don't, I rarely comment back because almost all those people are, are at level two, especially the scathing comments. Well, you can't have discussions with people at level two. They're not in reality. And so 
just like Trump, I could show them this is scotch tape. Here's the research that proves what I'm saying. And they would still deny it. They can't accept reality. Okay. And so I don't engage. And so if you're, if you have people in your life that you're like, yep, they're at level two, just, I have some videos coming up that'll give you examples of how to deal with people like this and how to set boundaries politely, use what's called a wall of pleasantness and just not engage. You, boundaries don't work with abusers and those at level two tend to be abusive in um, expressing their reality. Not all, but many tend to be abusive in how they're out of touch with reality. Well, by nature, someone who's abusive is a boundary crasher. They're going to impose their reality on you. Boundaries don't work with that. And so that's why complete disengagement. That's why with a narcissist, there's no contact. You just can't have contact with somebody who's an abuser and crashes your boundaries. Okay? So I hope that helped you. Um, if you think this is helpful to others, um, please share it. Leave me your comments. And uh, politically, if that caused a big stir in you, um, go ahead and leave your comments. Why, why not? You're allowed to have your reality and um, you're allowed, allowed to express it. But just remember, if you choose to throw the other side under the bus, you're not talking about the other side. You're talking about yourself. You in that moment are doing everything you're accusing the, the other side of doing. And so my encouragement to you is turn that condemnation back on yourself, heal that. And that's how you play a part in healing, you know, all of these situations. If you'd like more content like this, um, I now have my new online magazine. Go to www.thegreatnessuniversity.com and subscribe. All of my content goes there. There's content there that you can't find anywhere else. All my videos, all my articles, tons of free downloads to help you on this journey to recover book reviews, book recommendations, everything to help you get into reality, heal your codependence, and live to your greatest version. And as I always say, enjoy the journey.